defining this. We're defining this. We're defining that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, like these definitions are so specific. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a legal person, so I don't really know like if that's just common. Does it feel the board, like there's actual people that work in the industry involved in something like that, just based off of reading that shit? Uh, I don't know, based off reading that, but I think just there definitely is, right? Because the 10 year thing that was like it just seemed so arbitrary and out of nowhere and there was definitely a couple other lines in the other stuff that i was reading i was like that seems so specifically arbitrary to some group specifically right yeah like you can imagine if like uh no i can't think of another one if in and out or and like mcdonald's any kind of like bigger group that wasn't like international Yes. But was definitely like multi-state or mm-hmm. even all over the state. It seemed to be defined towards them. Mm-hmm. And even though a lot of the other wording was like, oh, yeah, that's like me. That's me. That's me. That's me with my one place. It'd be like this one line. Oh, that's not me anymore. Yeah, specific. So now yeah. I'm like not in this group. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like boxing it in, but like leaving what you and I would think of as a common inclusion to that bill out. Mm. And so it just seemed like it was a lot of, per, like, uh, for people who play strategy games, it's like that Setting turn up. where, like, four turns from now, you're like, I'm about to go crazy in I four turns. Yeah. But I have to do my setup for, like, three or four turns, kind of stay hidden, yeah. and then all of a sudden I'm going to pop off on everybody. What do you think all that? What do you think all that is, speculation-wise? I mean, you're just oh, seeing it for the first time. Yeah, so well, yeah, literally for the first time seconds ago. Uh well, you know, I'm like not as uh, I'm 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 a little bit conspiracy theorist, not total, but I also don't trust the government in any way, shape, exactly. or form because you know how many times you get burned. I recognize they have to exist, but they constantly burn in me. It just seemed that uh, lobbyists were doing their job. That's what it seemed like to me. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what it seemed. It was like lobbyists were getting these guys to to do these things, and like they're getting ready to be like. All right, now the next thing we want you to do is have some kind of grant system that helps California small business. Yeah. And then everyone votes for it because they're like, oh, sweet. Perfect. You know, We're all going to get help. This, li- this little place. And then it's like, oh, well, you don't qualify because this. Or, oh, will you do some grant to help farmers in California? And it's like, yeah. And then Perfect. everyone's like, sure, yeah, we yeah, vote on that. I love it. But then it's like, you know, your farmer Jane down the street that does your eggs or like, mm-hmm. you know, little community farm. You're like, hey, aren't you excited? And they're like, we don't get that money. And you're like, what? Yeah, I have to be 15 years of my farm. Yeah, I have to be 15 years of my farm and have a, you know, minimum cost of operation of $2 million a year. For 10 years straight. For 10 years straight. And then I I would get in that. And (laughs) it just seems like it was establishing levels to things to to be a little bit deceptive in in language going forward. That's what it seemed like to me. I think you're describing it. And this is Food Junkie Radio, by the way, episode 60, 50, 46, maybe. 46, 46. <laughs> I like that I number. I get 60, confused. 40, 50. Anyways, what I'm starting to think is with businesses like what you were talking about, uh, that would be considered private business, but bigger, like, you know, yeah. like the in and out stuff like that. Yeah. Not worldwide, uh, primarily in the States, yeah. but those would be considered family run restaurants. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you see the legislation and kind of all the bills or I don't know what the terminology is. And it's kind of helping them. And that you kind of get into the we get into the talking point of is government and businesses intermingling for the benefit of what? Because you look at stuff like that and you would think and what we talk about all the time, small businesses are always going to be the backbone of America. Everything Which legislation also wise. Said in, <laughs> see, not to interrupt, but in this no, you're bill, good, you're good. it like specifically was like, we want to do this because we recognize that California small businesses mm. do all these things great. Mm. But then it's like all those things that are great, I felt like was excluding like me and like the other people that we know around mm-hmm. town. And not to say that like In and Out doesn't do that. They definitely sure. also do that. They do that too. It just uh, different scale. parts of it just seemed weird that it was like, why do I have to? Why am I not included in this all of a sudden? Mm. I don't know. I think that's <laughs> fascinating because it's yeah. like, why? I mean, we could only hope that the function of government is to help 
you know, the people in any right. regard. So, like you said, when they put those things out there, you read the headline, you're like, fuck yeah, I'm down yeah. for that. But then the jargon and all the legal, you know, words like, oh. exclude quite a bit of things, almost to the point where you're like, this is really specifically only for these businesses. Yeah. These three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I'm thinking in my head as you're describing it to me, I'm preemptively thinking this is the next phase to continue to allow people to have the belief that we're helping small businesses but in reality we're just getting all the businesses that already kind of been around maybe Mm -hmm. and possibly have a lot of government assistance possibly i'm not saying they do but you could automatically make that argument like yeah they're probably definitely in cahoots with places whether it's trying to get a you know a building up permits passed i mean you know those kind of things you hear about it definitely seems like Mm -hmm. it's like the the bigger getting bigger and the Mm -hmm. smaller are like going to be left to yes. stay super small. So, you know, it made me think about that. I think I was reading uh, SAC B. I came across kind of like an article. They were talking about, you know, uh, they were talking about a donut shop in South oh, Sacramento. Oh, yes. And they were talking about, you know, Dunkin' Donuts coming in and Krispy Kreme's there. And that place has been there. I even remember that place right next to Sharky's. Um, I forget the fucking donut Baker's does. Baker's, Baker's Donuts. Baker's Donuts, yes. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, big donut place coming in and you know i didn't read the full article i didn't read the full article but right. i'm just thinking in my head i'm like this is i mean it has to be this way at least mm-hmm. in the way that we understand it because those businesses will always be there if not even which more businesses so now. will always be there well like, like big, the dunkin donuts yes. and the, okay yeah so they're like maybe not international but definitely like Corporate, national brand, yeah. branded, kind Almost of places. Like, yeah, corporate, uh, franchise yeah. kind of run situations. Yes, yes, a little bit bigger than just your mom and pop yeah, shop. Yeah, I don't think those are bad things. It's just you look at the dynamic between, damn, okay, around that area there's going to be a Krispy Kreme, there's going to be Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts, and then whatever the third one was plus her business. And I don't know. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, that is – that's the way it has to be. This is just mm. what it's always going to be. There's never not going to be a time when it's never that. I don't know. There may have been a time not before that. A, but, a yeah. time when like a bigger business is, oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, you and figure like, in that area too because yeah. that area for the reason why is because that area always has been kind of not necessarily dilapidated or anything like that. It's just it's been through a lot of transitions. That used to be the yeah. hub for all the car sales. Um, Floor and Mall used to be there. Yeah. Uh, DMV used to be right in that little area. So now it kind of obviously changed. Um but yeah, it's just having that in, and I'm just thinking it's like that is the quintessential name of the game in in the restaurant world. It is mm-hmm. David versus Goliath in a lot of ways. Right. You're always uphill battle. You're always working against you know uh, competitors, and then when mm-hmm. a big business comes in, that's even more so. But now in the end run, does that help you or hurt you? Because yeah. you can make the argument more freight traffic, more people there. It's almost like obviously people come here. This is a place of you know, commerce where people look for donuts. So clearly they did their research. You're going to think that Dunkin' Donuts and, and Krispy Kreme didn't do their market research and was like, mm-hmm. this is the best place to put it because cost-wise, because amount of people. Yeah. So there's already people coming this way. And if their line's too long, we'll siphon off a couple. Yeah. And we'll be fine. You know, as a small restaurant, do you get discouraged? Like if yeah. one of those big franchisee restaurants, Italian places just started popping up in and around your areas, mm-hmm. you know, do you feel a certain type of way? Yeah, it'd be like if uh, like if an old spaghetti factory popped up next door to me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, that's kind of tragic, you know. Uh, I think from what I read in that article, she has the complete right attitude of like, I'm a little upset, but I'm not worried because I know my product is better. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the right mentality is to be like, you have to have the confidence that like, hey, I've been attracting people and I can compete on quality with these bigger places because mm-hmm. that's the only chance that she has, right? Yeah. Like if, uh, I don't know, if like a Italian style Chipotle thing opened up next door to me, I'm not going to be as fast mm-hmm. as them. Yeah. I'm not going to be as cheap as them. Mm-hmm. So I have one part of that triangle left to compete on and I would just have to be better, Yeah, right? That's the only option you have. Uh, the only part that makes me a little upset about it is that it's just, it's a, we always hear like, oh, we want to help the small businesses. We want to help this. And, and then it's like, okay. But then all of a sudden they like, well, we changed the definition of small business. So yeah, Mm -hmm. we're still doing it. But like in the common eyes of the public, it's like, oh wait, you're not, but Mm -hmm. we're, but they're hiding it, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. So that makes me a little upset because it's like, oh, they're going to get to have their cake and eat it too because they're going to be like, yeah, we're supporting small business because we changed the definition. Of small business, yeah. Yeah. 
you know? So that's a little bit frustrating because, you know, then I don't feel like represented. But at the same time, like, if you're going to make it in anything, you mm -hmm. kind of have to, like, push a little bit harder than, than getting discouraged that easily. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just found that all fascinating. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious to know. I thought that I was under the idea when something like that happens. I thought that whoever owns that area is kind of like, oh, I can't do this, can't do this, can't do this food because we have a tenant already like this or whatever. Unless they're buying yeah. outright land and then building it just seems strange to me because I'm like, yeah, usually when, you know, you're trying to find a place, at least to my knowledge, it's kind of like, oh, I'm in this area, but I can't do these things because there's already mm. these things mm -hmm. around. But for that situation, it's like, nope, just donuts all day, homie. You're good. Yeah. Like, hmm. Well, different landlords for different properties. Good point. And obviously they're bringing, you know, I'm assuming oh, money. So yeah. that's a hard well, thing to I mean, downturn. Yeah. If you owned a piece of property and Joe Schmo versus Dunkin' Donuts comes in. True. Which application are you gonna be like? Well, they can definitely pay. Mm. You know, uh, Dunkin' Donuts can definitely pay. Well, so it's like I don't fault. Uh, it's definitely a situation where it's like I don't fault Dunkin' Donuts, Krispy Kreme, or that lady, or any other competitor that would want to move in next to me. That's just good business. Yes. you're just you're you're looking at the rules of the game and you're you're doing your best job for yourself. True. Which is like I'm all about like pro business and like do your best. Yeah, for sure. But it's like where I think where she's upset and the thing that I would be upset about is like the rules of the game are in theory supposed to help the small people to like keep up. Mm. But then it's like all of a sudden they're not. No. In um, that scenario, she would still she's not even considered small business. No. I would almost argue that Krispy Kreme may be a family business more yeah. so than she would be. Right. Even right. though to the public eye, it's like. Right. Oh, no, she's a small business. It's we one of those her. things where it's like the law <laughs> is so. It, it, it's when I did that one jury thing that that's when I realized I was like the law is not common sense no the law every single word uh, is so thoroughly defined mm -hmm. and it's like not not always the opposite but usually very different from what you think the, the perception word means mm -hmm. yeah. is, it's like crazy yeah you know because it's, but it's that way on purpose yes because they want to it, it gives uh, people who had the money to lobby or it gives someone an advantage mm. that they're going to exploit. And then they, yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it does. It gives them the opportunity to exploit kind of those loopholes. And it seems yeah. like they're working hand in hand. It I'm not saying they're like writing policy, but it's strange. Cohesion, co yeah. coercion. And yeah. that's what sucks because it's the everyday person. Like we always say, like, you know, vote with your dollar. You know, local all all the all the the hot word sayings, but then I think it's come to the point where it's so, it's commonplace for people to say it like, yeah, support small business, but knowing the nuances uh, of that in what you're mm -hmm. saying, it's like, yeah, these bills aren't really made for those people. Yeah. These things are kind of geared towards pseudo semi business. And and to your point earlier, it's about when you're taking Dunkin' Donuts and I, you know, the, that is how business works. The thing that's interesting is those are empty situations there's no mr dunkin donuts there's no mr krispy right. kreme but her she's there every day she's the one signing the check she's she's putting her brand on herself you know what yeah. i'm saying where those yeah. empty corporations are kind of just i mean you don't really point blame at anybody and they could file bankruptcy at any point i and, mean and it's they just disappear and disappear and it's fine because they're kind of accounted for even though krispy kreme did have their downturn out here in sacramento where there was a shit ton of them and then they all just kind of slowly disappeared for yeah that's however true that huh yeah. yeah but even then they're still a business and they're also fighting in their own right it's just it seems crazy to believe that a place like that versus a place like a brand like dunkin donuts and a brand like krispy kreme that's all one and the same yeah somehow and on top of that they're possibly selling their you know products at possibly a cheaper price for oh. some lady who's doing it. I mean, they can definitely do a cheaper price, right? They have the buying can. power. Yeah. That's why distributors exist. Yeah, you know? That's why, like, the distributors that I like and use, mm. they exist because all they do is buy mm. in mass and then distribute out to smaller people like me. Yeah. You know, if I got big enough, I could just skip them skip and them probably and get it cheaper. Through. Yeah. You know? See, um, and that, that is the name of the game. But in, in reality, it doesn't seem like that really shouldn't be because it has, it kind of asks that, it begs that idea of is there a cap? And that's the capitalism argument where you're like, well, there's no cap because the sky is the limit. This is how yeah. it works. But then when you look behind the scenes, you're like, well, sky's the limit. But then you're also kind of getting a little 
the sky's you know, the little limit, help. but then it's like, yeah, it's like once you get big, then all of a sudden You're the sky the has more options to get there, yeah. right? Versus like in the beginning, they're just like, I don't know, bro, until you're up here, we don't even care about you. Yeah, exactly. You, you know? got to make your way then. And it's definitely you know. a one-sided viewpoint. But um, yeah. yeah, that's just, it's definitely, yeah, a little bit frustrating when yeah. you see stuff like that. Uh, see, the good thing about downtown, and I'm assuming this may be the situation for most downtowns around uh, the country, possibly, you know, however that works, is they do a pretty good job for the most part of not allowing big businesses yeah. in downtown. Specifically Sacramento, I think, yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, I think for sure that's the case because, I mean, everything that's going to be considered big big business for the most part is going to be on the outskirts, mm-hmm. at least from my understanding, aside from yeah. your, you know, your subways and shit like that. I can only name a couple like that, big yeah, businesses downtown. In, in downtown, yeah. yeah. So that's a good thing for downtown folks. But I think for anybody restauranting and, you know, doing business out in the suburbs or kind of those pseudo, you know, areas, you kind of have to go against those and that's a whole mm. thing in itself too like with the restaurants that are you know in uh in in strip malls you know what i'm saying and kind of yeah. those settings those are still considered in to those be small like business. suburban strip suburban malls, strip malls. yeah because yeah, they're now going against their chevys they're going against direct like in the same parking lot and they're still holding suit and it becomes that issue of or that question of what is the purpose of business you know to make a living versus to build an empire because in all honesty the food business isn't one of those situations where i would assume your operation isn't to think i'm building multiple restaurants and empires it's just more of here's my you know little little piece of heaven here and i just kind of do my thing and i just make a living decent living and some people exceed that and are able to build an empire off of that Uh, but not everybody this is a rough business and you know those are the little things that seem to kind of make their way in and always kind of put a damper on, you know, expansion or, or business because clearly if you're doing well, someone's going to figure that out and, and someone's going to come you. around. Yeah, yeah. as it yeah. always happens, yes. And I feel for it the, the other way too, you know, um, at some point they have to define it somehow, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. to move forward with whatever laws or governorship that they want to do over it, it's like, well, you can't just put a law in that says this and then every – what do you – you know, especially in California, can you imagine every business would then have an argument with you about being a family business or not? Mm-hmm. You know, at some point you have to define it. Uh, and and that, this is like one bill about one small thing about an even smaller thing, mm-hmm. you know, that we're talking about. So mm-hmm. just to, to kind of reset the entirety of what we're talking about. I don't know. There's a better word for that. But uh, it's just fascinating when stuff like that happens and for sure it's like when you're playing a game and the other team seems to be getting every call and mm-hmm. you're just like bro is this mind. ref like is he yeah. friends with them like what's yeah. going on you it know? messes with your mind yeah. it messes with your mind for sure yeah. i think when we're yeah. talking about trying to just you know if we're guiding the idea of a of information about the industry and you know our opinions and thoughts about how the shit works and it's all opinions and thoughts but trying to steer and give a clear view of kind of how this situations play out because you do have to consider those things you know you're thinking like yeah how does that work and how are these this restaurants able to do it and it's almost one of those universal well we understand that there's some shit that happens but now to see it actually play out as a consumer uh, it really comes down to where do you put your value and where do you put your stock into and you really have to make that choice and i was talking to my other friend the other day and i was like and i always say it some reason americans shortcut on food more than anything it's yeah out of anything yeah i will pull full price everything except my food for some reason yes and that's what makes it tough because that's more of i think of a cultural thing and i always Mm -hmm. go back to that because i'm like that is such a strange idea that the one thing you put in your body and if it came down to you have four ideas and four sections these brands are tried and true this one's the long-standing one but you're at that point it just becomes price and yeah. it sucks because a lot of people will hinge on that more so than to fork out an extra so-and-so mm-hmm. to kind of just well, support a business because it's direct like that. Yeah. That's why I'm always saying, like, you got to vote with your dollar because yeah. it's like everyone – I think if you ask 10 out of 10 people would say, yeah, I want small businesses to succeed. Yes. Okay. And then it's like almost if you added a comma, would you – be willing to actively contribute to that small business uh, then it's like well it would depend on you know yeah, what i mean my circumstances the, 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 and, and uh, like totally know. fair totally yeah, fair understandable um, yeah but the caveat is that is like well the consequences of your actions of not supporting that mom and pop shop that you liked and mm-hmm. like oh maybe tonight i can't go there because it's too expensive and i'll do some you know i'll go somewhere else 
not even just cooking. Cooking at home, that's like A plus. Yeah. A plus. You cook that's at home. That's the number one. That's you how do your thing. Yeah. You did the best. That's okay? what we want. That's what I'm we want. I'm talking about for the people, you know, a little tired and uh, I don't really want to go to that place because I can go to this other place and get it for like a dollar fifty cheaper or three dollars mm-hmm. cheaper. And it's like it's fine. It's fine. But when that when that's mom and pop place closes, you can't be like, oh, Damn. I wish and I then, had it. Yeah. And when the place you're going to raises their price by three dollars, mm. and it's the same, you can't be like, oh, "Got I'm, me, they yeah, got me, they got you." Yeah, because that was their plan all along. That is the plan. That's like literally Walmart's plan, right? It's like we're going to be cheaper out. than everybody, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden Kmart gone. Yep. Right. Everybody gone. Oh, all you sound like Amazon. Up. Hey, you're taking yeah. all these mom and pop shops out. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I oh, had the cheapest stuff. We are the cheapest now for now. Oh, don't. and now they're gone? <laughs> it's so crazy. It costs more now. Yeah, you know? batteries actually cost the same. Boom, there you go. Which is like credit to the big guy who was able to do it, you know? Yeah. They, they took a chance. Mm-hmm. They took a chance. But uh, but it's calculated. They know what's going on. It's a calculated on. chance, on, for sure. Man. And having the capital to kind of sustain yourself through mm-hmm. the, the meager time in the beginning and just outlast your, your opponent is, is a value, yeah. is a uh, proven strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, you would hope that the the lawmakers would kind of help address that, nah. and not. But whatever. I think That's people capitalism. are kind of losing faith. Um, I mean, like I think we brought it up even during the pandemic time, where uh, the the amount of you know uh, illegal businesses, to be honest, like that are happening, like direct to consumer, and I I support only because why go through the red tape if it's unnecessary? If I could do commerce with you and I could build a trust factor with you and. I'm not going to put you in a predicament from a health standpoint, and uh, I'm doing clearly good food. Yeah, I'll just do it. Like private chefs, that business That's is booming. That's capitalism at its Public. peak. Exactly, and and bypassing all the other shit and just going direct to each person. I mean, we have all the tools to kind of contact direct. So mm-hmm. a lot of the people that are taking advantage of it, I, I commend. You know, I don't know if this is uh, if it sticks. I don't know how diligent you know government entities will be to try to crack down on that. Um, but as of right now, I mean, those businesses have been you know doing quite well for the last three yeah. four years not necessarily from a money standpoint but if you had an idea to do something in food and you didn't have necessarily the funds to do anything with massive overhead the times to do it now mm-hmm, i mean it's mm-hmm. kind of been okay in varying degrees like ghost kitchens are available now yeah um direct to home services people doing their own you know delivery services i mean i'm not even i haven't even scratched the surface i've only heard rumblings and the shit i've dealt with i mean you got people you know doing shit out their backyards you got you know, mm-hmm. private. I mean, all those things have existed to some degree a long time ago. I have a feeling since the last couple of years, it's definitely yeah. boosted they boomed. Up. Yeah, they boomed. of course. And the time is definitely now because there was even some of the other bills I was reading. One of them was like about the push carts. Mm-hmm. You know, guys I'd be saying selling the mangoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. They were definitely like defining what that is and like okay and like adding laws to them. Mm-hmm. You know, and they were def- a lot of bills were talking about like defining food services and stuff like that so they're definitely the legislature is aware of like what we're talking about like the illegal food services and they're definitely trying to like section them out mm-hmm. to be like that's illegal yeah like, you're gonna get not only fine yeah. but arrested yeah and, or like arrested if you don't comply mm-hmm. you know if you ain't paying fines so, if you ain't paying uh, you know registration permits you know, all I, that don't, shit. I don't want to say the time for that has passed mm-hmm. but it's definitely like if you have an idea you need to like hop on it now because the laws are coming to kind of X that stuff out like in a said, more, yeah. in a more severe way. Like mm-hmm. right now it's already illegal, but mm-hmm. you know, the, but actually the, have repercussions, the, the and shit. repercussions aren't as, as high mm-hmm. because it seems like to your point, it seems like they're kind of backlogging and kind of getting yeah. stuff in place first. So when it is ready to go both jargon legally, they kind of go in, with a plan, like, this essentially, is, this is illegal. Illegal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been this following. Just kind of we've been illegal. following your social media. We yeah. know the type of now business you're doing. For you. Yeah, because I yeah. mean, you got to think about it in the adverse. As much as these avenues are great, these are also things that are constantly being tracked, and this is data. So, I mean, at any mm-hmm. point, they could bring it. Well, clearly, oh, you had this many transactions. Is, is public. Yeah, that's exactly. Like a, that's like a a ruling from a long time ago that mm-hmm. people forget. It's like your social media profile. That's not yours. Yeah, that's that's in the public space. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? So in public, there's different sets of rules that apply to stuff in public. It's not a private conversation. Nope, exactly. So that's yeah. why that shit could be held against you. And a lot of people I have, I'm aware of do commerce through these avenues, which makes sense because it's direct to consumer. Ease. But you know, a little bit more verified for the consumer. Exactly. But you're taking a chance. Taking a big chance. And that's on, like in my head, and I, I agree with you. I have a feeling those kind of things are in place uh, for whatever it is to come forward. And I don't know how that will be received by people. I mean, I honestly 
can't really speculate on what people feel about food culture. I think it's just kind of trying to see the lay of the land and see who actually, you know, survives or who continues to thrive. And I mean, restaurants will be restaurants. There's always going to be an avenue for that. And yeah. there have been a lot of restaurant closings, but mm-hmm. also a shit ton of openings. Yeah. Um, yep. And I think that's just the business. So when you hop in there, just know that it's always a whirlwind, I guess. And it's always going to be that. I oh, think it's, it's relentless. Yeah. In today's yeah. situation, there's just a lot more especially living in California, there's just uh, a lot more, I think, things going on. It, a we're a little more, more stringent regulation. Here. A lot more stringent, a lot more regulation, yeah. a lot more red That's tape. That's I tell people all the time when they're thinking about, oh, I want to do this, or um, hey, we, we have this or we have this thing that's been working for us for a while, but we think we want to like set up brick and mortar. And when they ask me about it, I'm like, I, I know you can cook. I know that you can work really hard, mm-hmm. but I'm telling you, it is relentless. Mm-hmm. Rel- it is every day. Yeah. At at least even if you're off, you're not really off. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're doing something. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I get that you say that you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, you don't because not that I don't believe you. I just don't see how someone could fathom the amount of work that has to happen, even for a place like mine. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. No matter how structured I do it, something... Like today, always. we almost didn't get together because someone was sick for the last, last second. And, you know, that's days, like, yeah. yeah, for the last three yeah. days. And then they were there and great, cool. But, it's, you know, it, it is real. Uh, two weeks ago, I, t- I was like, you know what, today I'm not going to do anything for the restaurant. Two weeks now, I'm still dealing with the repercussions of taking one full day to myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm fine with it, but mm-hmm. it, it was just a marker of like, it is relentless. And I don't even do everything. You know, I got yeah. people helping me and, and doing some of this stuff, but... It is relentless, mm-hmm. and and that's what I would say to people is like go for it, but be you know, be prepared. It's going to be harder than you think, no yeah. matter how hard you think it is. I mean, I I commend anybody who who takes that route, especially any you know uh, you know person passionate about their business, passionate about their food. But I agree with you. It's I think the one thing I always think about is when you're working in a restaurant, and that's already sixty hours, and then to go off on your own, just it's a, more just than that. Cook. Just, yeah, just yeah. being the cook, just 60 being hours. The cook, yeah, and okay. then to go off on your own, that is now you the gotta, bare minimum. Now you got to manage the other cooks mm-hmm. and be a cook, mm-hmm. and you get you know a lot yeah. of variables. There's a lot of ants, a lot of variables in there. Uh, there was another bill that I'd be interested to hear your thoughts about. Okay, go ahead. Um, go ahead. A few years ago, at the federal level, there was some rule about like if you can buy American produce, you have to, or you have to in mm-hmm. quotes. It there was like limitations on if it exceeds whatever percentage then sure you can go with the non-domestic product california uh looks like they're gonna do that not just from the federal but as a california statute that the public schools will have to buy california produce unless it's uh five percent cheaper to buy something non-domestic or or five, there's some some rule about five percent. If like you know, California Cost. stuff is less than five percent more expensive, you have to stay in California. Mm. If it's more than five percent expensive, then you're allowed to buy out of state. Mm. And I was like, I don't know. It seems kind of cool that you know, keeping the food local. Mm-hmm. It does seem like a weird thing to just like force on on a public school that's like already hurting for money constantly. You know, I know that California produce is expensive, and so the 5% thing seems like a nice stop mm-hmm. in, you know, forcing public schools to go bankrupt. But uh, I don't know. You worked in a school. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Of, I was a lunch lady. But in a former life, I was a lunch lady. Um, I think that I think it's government involvement in public school anything especially when it comes down to food, I don't think it should be a part of it. My thinking is that is some weird, something is weird going on in my opinion because there has to be, I don't know the ins and outs of of California farming. I know it's prevalent here. Um, I know there's plenty of farmers. I don't know who the big, big, big wigs are. I don't know who the small wigs are. I can only assume that there's levels to, you know, success and who's, top dog i would only assume that whoever may be the top dog is the one that'll get that contract that's able to you know get all their products all the things and not everybody's going to get in on it so not mary down the street who has you know her amazing cabbage that she sells locally won't be getting into schools because you clearly understand schools have x amount of 
kids. They need X amount of produce. The only people that could really service that would be most likely, you know, industries that maybe are bigger. Unless it's a comprehensive one where it's this whole community pool and we're working with farmers directly and all that. But if it's just more like when I'm thinking how government works, well, as long as California, this is the only approved farm we would like it to be. Yeah. And here's your guys' order sheets and here's where you guys are getting it from. It's like, huh. And see, it's fascinating how it gets to that point. Because is that because of public demand or is that just kind of something they're doing to kind of you know pandered to constituency is this something that's been talked about because the last time i remember any intervention of government in schools that was widespread was you know the obama situation with you know we're gonna have salads and we're gonna do this and we're gonna change look this new it's like eh, did it really did it really change anything i mean what are we really changing or here? who yeah i'm always like who who got the money from that yeah someone did someone, someone did for sure someone for sure did because you clearly understand that it became an issue of well we're going to get funding i mean there's a lot of money that goes into schools to begin with on any level like i want to say school students cost last time i checked thirteen thousand per student if i'm not mistaken wow just on for the year or uh, for I, the that could be yeah for the year okay. i think the school year and that's how much each student is and it's incentivized because clearly it's the idea of, you know, they got to be in school to get that money, so on and so forth. And any other grants or anything like that, you guys can get money based on what this is. If that's the same track plan, then if it comes down to food, they're more like as long as you have this many students, here's your budget. And then here's the purveyors you could get food from only because that's what it's only mm-hmm. going to be because each sure. cost for a, a student for lunch is, I think, under a dollar. Wow. So they try to make it, you know, an 83 cents or some nonsense. I mean, mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I don't know the last time I checked, but it's not a lot. Right. So well, only thirteen thousand. Yeah, per you, kid. but I mean that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. We're the most, and that could be only California. I don't know. Statewide could be maybe mm-hmm. ten, nine. I don't know. Um, I, I don't agree. I, I think that. I mean, like eh, government, who's who's making these decisions? Yeah. Do you farm? Do you well, know? Isn't there, <laughs> I just feel like there's like better stuff that. No, I'm not. I'm no way saying that like a, a kid's lunch is not important, but it just seems like. Such an unnecessary thing to have, like, any written statement about, like, food. Just let the school run. Yeah, let the school Stop do its thing. putting more rules on them when it's or- yeah. they're already, like, in critical, like, trying to figure it out mode. Thank you. You know what I mean? Aside it's from like, everything else going if on. If someone's no working need, 120% and you drop, you know what? Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to need you to work harder. They're just going to, like, explode yeah. mentally. And it's like, I just don't understand how, you, one, you can follow all these things. Mm-hmm. Which, if I'm right and one person can't manage all these things, that means you go to, like, outside help, right? Mm-hmm. Which means someone's set up to already be this outside help, and they're going to be like, don't worry, I can uh, handle yep. all these requirements for you, mm-hmm. and I will just charge you the 83 cents a student yeah. per day, and I'll run your food program. We'll figure out the rest. You know, mm-hmm. they're just going to distribute your lunch to you. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're take the responsibility away from the principal, yep. which the principal's dope. Yeah. But now it's it almost seems like one of those situations again where it's like some private company has already figured this out, mm-hmm. and then they lobbied to this one guy to like, hey, can you put in this rule? Yep. And like, don't worry, because yeah. we'll figure it out. We have it figured out. Yes. You can just you know send people our number, and we'll just deal with it for them. Mm-hmm. They don't have to worry. And then you get to look good. We get to you know we make our money. Yeah. Yep. And then schools are fine because, in all honesty, no yeah. one thinks about it that way. It's just like moving the money into someone's pocket mm-hmm. kind of situation. It's definitely it's like another one of those things that seems like they're just prepping for a rule that's like, or prepping for that list of of, of authorized dealers that you can get the food from. I mean, yeah. I I'm that's what I'm thinking. Like I said, school lunches. I mean, to me, I think it's what we're looking at is socially and culturally our our food idea is it's strange what we do here mm-hmm. um like schools are relied on to be more like a daycare as opposed to a, a school yeah, of education totally. so having you know having the pressure of communities i guess saying we need food for our students because i mean and rightfully so if you're paying the amount of tax dollars that go into schools you're want to see something so i could understand mm-hmm. the plight for like hey i want my kid to have breakfast lunch uh at least provided an opportunity mm-hmm. Yeah. Make that happen. And I don't want to pay more. So whatever the budget is for schools, school lunches get this amount. So mm-hmm. whoever's the creative force behind that to try to create 
you know, nutritious or, you know, sustenance for kids in that day is totally how they need to do it and whatever regulations they need to abide by. Because that's all money at that point. Like, in order for you to get this grant or to get this money, you got to abide by this and have this much. And then it's just constant. It's constant to the point where it's like you can't blanket an idea like that through that many schools in different communities. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Because I'm like, it's yo, one rule yeah. that like. I'm one like, rule always, rules them all. But it's like. There's so many different situations. Nuanced. Very nuanced. I mean, if your community yeah. is strictly, you know, Indian, American, and, uh, you know, South African, that's the comprises. Your food is going to be different. It should be reflecting of the community. Yeah. And I think that that's where, and I don't know the involvement or I don't know how those politics works between parents and involvement in school and vice versa. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to food, whatever's available to the kids should be at least reflective of the community and I think it should be more integrated with community said. Culturally reflective of the community. Yeah, whatever that be. Like, even if you just have, you know, local restaurants, culinary schools, all that. I mean, there needs to be an open source of trust in an open community, meaning it's not just students in schools dealing with government entity only. It should be, uh, you know, schools dealing with, you know, the local farmers for real and Mm -hmm. the local restaurant people and uh, whoever else is around that community to kind of help you know, come along with ideas. If anything is going to be golden, in what we're talking about, it's the, the 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 ideas. And I'm not to say the government has, you know, shitty ideas, but that's just one idea. And I'm like not big on that because nobody in that industry has probably ever worked. They don't in even it. know what they're talking about. So that's what I'm saying. So yeah. to not have anybody in culinary uh, professional or or restaurateur restaurant business because those people deal in margin. Those deal peop those people deal in yeah. making something out of nothing. They're counting pennies. That's what I'm saying. Those would be the pennies. people that should be able to at least have an integration amongst the community to kind of help bring aboard a comprehensive plan. I mean, as little as even if it's something small like yo, the little uh, cafe down the way donates every Friday a couple of these you know uh, muffins and yeah. this and that or. They come in and we have a class. And we and have they, like the eighth graders make the muffins. That's with what them. I'm saying. There, there's Something. there's so many creative ways, and I think yeah. that the more creative ways, the better. But I think it's that the people don't like that because it's. I it don't costs know. More, maybe. I mean, it could it costs, maybe cost more in time because you have to have some school official there, right? You can't just leave yeah, exactly. the kids with some cafe yeah. guy or some whatever. Some guy not uh, official with the right. whole thing. Yeah, for sure. But that's kind of the that. issue. That's but, the issue. But then that's how we get to people, how you were saying earlier, how people will just like, well, I got to save on something, so I'll just cut back on yeah. food. Because we don't develop that relationship with food at an early age. See, so that's why, and if we had to get it early, what's the best way? Through these education systems. Yeah. So that's why if there's a reintegration of uh, awareness or um, and nothing definitive, it's just more of a talking point. Because you got to consider, if you have a young you know, classroom of different cultures, everybody comes in with different ideas about food. But mm-hmm. the one thing everybody could agree on is you know, understanding farming, understanding where food comes yeah. from. Um, and then from there, just constantly building an understanding of, of food, whether it's at home or around the community and just, you know, developing that through schooling. It might not you might not see a return early on, but as the years go, you'll start to see yeah, a it's culture definitely change. a long term cultural that obviously we're advocating for because we work in food. Of but course. I just um, I think it's hard so many cultures around the world that people think are great. Mm those cultures have very uh, informed and healthy relationships with the food that they mm-hmm. eat. You no, know, like very integrated. People are always like, oh, I love the Mediterranean. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. That couldn't be more one one type of culture that's more connected to the food that they grow. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Or, oh, I love uh, the simplistic lifestyle of like Scandinavian ore. Uh, yeah. Man. Look what, th- what they eat is an exact reflection of yeah. that, you know. Dude, I saw, uh, I think, Scandinavia or France, I mean, probably France or something like that, something weird. Uh, you know, French lady, old lady just does some old school, like French cooking, like carrot soup straight up. Yeah. And just like, she works out like a little kindergarten. Oh, I've seen that. You've seen that, that was, one. Um, yes. That was the Bourdain when he, when Boom. he's hanging out with, uh, whatever that guy that operates in New York. And I cannot think yeah. of it, but they're uh, in like Eric Leon. Repair. Eric yeah. Repair. And he, yeah. and he brings him to his, and yeah, they go mm-hmm. and it's like an elementary school and it's just like Badass this lady, food. another lady and maybe a third lady. And yeah. yeah, the kids are eating like pumpkin soup. Mm-hmm. Can Straight you imagine the garden, pumpkin soup to a, See? a a kindergarten? Culturally, or a for 
people and they, don't have like, a, they don't have a multi-purpose room. They're all eating at desks, so they turn yeah. their desk into like things. Yeah. The kids go there, set the table. Same thing in Japan. Japan, they do that too. They yes, all mop up after. They do yeah. all that. And they then wash everyone's dishes. Everyone's always like jealous of these things, and it's like culture. Okay, it's one thing to be jealous, and like that's like to me, that's one step already. You're you're on a good step of like, I wish we had that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the most important step is like what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. You know, and people are just like, I wish I had that. I'm going to do something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, but you can't skip. Like you got to plan, you know, mm-hmm. the, you can't just like do something. Baby steps. It yeah. might not be helpful. Yeah. You have to be like, I want this. How are we going to get this? Yeah. Now let's do this. Mm-hmm. I think that's where it starts. Like I said, the only way to turn over a idea or a culture, at least in its interim form. And I can only speak about it in locality because I'm, you know, these ideas i can only you know go off of what i know and where i'm at but in my head i'm of the proponent of creativity and ideas and humans come up with that shit and the more people that are willing to be involved and the more expertise the more experience i mean ideas galore can get this off the ground if there's a common goal meaning i more understanding of food where it comes from Nothing politically driven, just more of here are like old practices. Here's how to grow herbs. Here's how to grow, you know, vegetables. Here is a cow. Here is a pig. Here is a chicken. This is how they're raised. Here's, you know, here's a slaughter. Here's butchery, you know, at appropriate times whenever that's maybe incorporated. Just so people don't have a disconnect and there's kind of a, a general understanding. And then from there, whatever culturally people do in hopes to have a lot of people cooking at home, that would be the hope already by that time. And then kids having the option to be able to have something to eat somewhere like that and that food still being of high quality. Mm-hmm. No different than, you know, your restaurant, your cafe that are at the same time striving for that. Yep. And if you have a whole younger base being introduced to somebody like yourself, if you were over here going to elementary schools around town and, you know, once a month doing pasta classes and seeing yeah. how Here's everybody. How you make dough. Here's how you make some pancakes. You don't Here's think one of those kids or half of those kids are going to be at your restaurant when they're 18, yeah. 25, looking for a job or eating at your place yeah. when they're older? Like, hey, you used to come by and you showed me how to do spaghetti yeah. squash, spaghetti. It's yeah. like, that's the, to me, that is the integration with, I think, what food ultimately can be um, from that standpoint. And then there's another route you could take. You could do food through science because clearly totally. it's all it's science. It's chemistry all the time. It's all science. So molecules if you're doing are molecules, that, they don't exactly. know that they're Exactly. Come on, man. If you're doing this yeah. every year for what, 18 years potentially from the time you get in or 5 5 6 years old to age 18 and you're constantly doing food stuff, by the time you're 18, like that'll just be the culture. Yeah. By the time you're 18, you're like, "Oh, I'll just make myself a little tomato chickpea stew. Come on, man. For you know dinner, what I'm saying? You understand how plant life works. Yeah. There's a certain appreciation of this kind of cycle of life through food. I mean, that's just my thing. So that's why when I think about government overreach, I think about it the same way you think. I'm like, oh, this is preemptively something to either move money around and then yeah. for this run. Because the problem with the idea I have is if it's through government entities that this can only be done somehow, and you know how much those turn over. Mm-hmm. So you're thinking in your head like, okay, if the superintendent used to be the food director here, he becomes superintendent, he becomes local government. He ain't thinking about this shit no, no. more. He moved and, on. Yeah, and that cycle turned yeah. over. And whoever's in-house, I mean, that's how it seems, you know, yeah. and everything's going to be written in favor of whoever is in now. Mm. That's my guess. It's, I haven't it's been on lunch in a while. It's another situation that uh, reminds me of two sayings of like, the most dangerous thing someone can say is like, I'm from the government, I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. And that, um, what is it, the worst, the worst things in history were started with the best intentions. Yes. You know what I mean? Constantly. Yeah. yeah. Those things are, are, are memorized sayings by people because they prove themselves time over and, and over and mm-hmm. over again. And it, it definitely at first glance seems like something that's like, sounds great, mm-hmm. but is going to have negative repercussions down the line. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's hard to plan. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, these are all, you know, getting high ideas in my head, but it just, if you had, if I had to reset it that way, yeah. And government, like I said, government reach in education, I think should be more localized. And, uh, you know, that goes along with the food situation. Cause if we agree that food is important and to have it available for, you know, kids uh, when need be, I'm okay with that. But in order to try to incorporate like, no, this is a def- definite, you have to have this, this is how much you have to eat. That whole thing, if the government is dictating what we can eat and how much or whoever that is, I was like, I don't, nah, yeah. get the no. fuck out of my way with that. It like definitely the, should be more localized. That's what I'm saying. Not even just like city localized, it should be like neighborhood. Yeah, neighborhood, local. neighborhood, truly you know? neighborhood. Because yeah. I mean, communally, like, yo, if you ain't in touch with 
that area and what you know in and around your neighborhood, then that's already a, a farce yeah. in itself. Yeah, I think it's a. I per, this is my personal belief. I just think it's a, a healthy thing for a kid to have a good grounding of mm -hmm. like a relationship with their very local community mm -hmm. and then that's something that like they can build off is so when they move to a different city mm -hmm. they're like okay what's this community about mm -hmm. let me judge it or let me see if it works for me yeah okay let me get involved in it because that's how i exist right mm -hmm. oh this community eats more turnips mm -hmm. cool all yeah. right great let's yeah do i know, like turnips i think it'll yeah. just say uh, yeah and I think it would give uh, just people as they grow up a much more healthy relationship. And I personally believe it would avoid or help deter a lot of like uh, food related issues like bulimia and, and eating disorders because you would have an inherent knowledge of how good the food is for you. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't just be like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, that's, yeah. uh, you know, because it's not McDonald's, or I shouldn't say McDonald's. It's not um, some not over refined factory form yeah, yeah. super mm -hmm. refined food that yeah. i think is disgusting it's like no man it's like i know farmer joe grew this mm -hmm. apple and he's a nice guy mm -hmm. it's a universal yeah. connection there's no denying that hey that apple came from this tree from that ground yeah that i mean if you argue that man that's unhealthy it's like then we have to kind of reinvent the wheel yeah. but for the most part introducing that concept at an early form, like you said, and having a base. I mean, think about it this way, right? Europeans come into the country. I mean, a lot of them that are hip to it, they know what to fucking look for. They know what they're looking for. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm at the farmer's market. Like, okay, this is because their baseline. Oh, I've been shopping at, the, and not all of them, but, you know, that is cultures in some areas. Yeah, totally. And they'll kind of, like you said, their base is that. So they come to places other, and, and they'll like, kind of look for that and kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, do their thing. Totally. And... So, on top of that, it keeps the money in your community, mm -hmm. which if the money is in your community, it helps you. Yes. It's definitely one of those things where if everyone gets better, you also are included mm -hmm. in everybody. So mm -hmm. if everyone gets better, you are getting better. Yeah. See, so, and that's the... In whichever way you want to look at and it. And that's the antithesis. That's the anti of what I think the ultimate messaging is with everything as, of, as, of, as we stand. In the worst idea is because I think they are... What media and what TV has kind of done to a lot of people is create the illusion that, you know, this is all one world and we're all tapped into this one train of thought. And, you know, you're on your own and to live a great life, it's going to be in a metaverse. Fuck this real world stuff. It's so many problems. Don't this and that. You know what? Just take this. Yeah. It's just people are not no fully one, understanding. Yeah, it's I don't know. It, it doesn't make sense to me how people I, I get that people buy into it, but it doesn't make sense. It doesn't because there's. If there's if if most people would agree that one set of laws can't govern this many people, mm -hmm. how can one paradise be right for everybody? Exactly. But see, those sense. are the those are the conversations that yeah. I can only hope that are being had on any level. And you can find those conversations. Those conversations spawn from something like food, something like religion, something like politics. Yeah. The, all the things that they don't want people to talk about. Those are the things you should be talking about. Yeah. Because you're trying to define and figure out who you are in this you know, realm and your relation to it and then your fellow man and their differences and where you guys, you know, are separate or where you guys are, you know, different and where you guys are the same and you realize you're more the same. Yeah. So when it comes to food, it's kind of like, generally speaking, farming is worldwide. So that's easy. So these, this, as a building block, that's an easy way to start because at the end of the day, if we fight, we could share, you know, a pizza and be fine because that's one of those things that, you know, food is there for. So I think putting the emphasis on food culture and obviously this being a food channel, of course, that'll be priority one because that is life. That is nature. And you yeah. understand this, the cycle. That's that's way bigger than anything else, because that that knowledge extends. Like you said, you could travel anywhere and not really be out of sorts. You yeah. won't be like, I don't know what to eat. I can't. Well, you go over there, you know, you go to the market, even though it's shit you've never seen, you can understand that this grows from oh, here. this is a I'm market. This, this is what they, they mm -hmm. eat this here. Yep. They eat this here. There you go. They're fine. Yep, exactly. They figure it out. Yeah. It may see? take a little bit of adjustment period for you to get used to the flavors, mm -hmm. but at least you'll know, like, health-wise, that you'll yeah. be fine. You're yeah. going to get all your nutrients because they're a human being, and you're a human being, and they're eating this. Yeah. And look at them. They mm -hmm. made it. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, and that's simple form. Like I said, it's simple form. It's... Like, for instance, like the stuff that's been happening, you know, in the last couple of years. I mean, if you don't have no control over how you can get your food and it's kind of dictated by one entity, you're in a weird spot. 
And you have no other knowledge of to do anything outside of that. Meaning, it should be like, scary. It's very scary because then, like you said, like what we were talking about, kind of how government kind of you know does it with school, like the old you know the old nutrition chart. You're like this is how many servings you have oh, to have yeah. per day, and that. coming to realize you're like, this ain't no. But yeah. how long it kind of stood the test of time. That, that food pyramid was around. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I ever followed it one day. No, I'm still no. here. No, hell no. Crazy. Ain't no one eating no, like, two to three servings of bread every day and pasta yeah. as the base. Like, that's your base. That was the base. Yeah, yeah that's right. I was like, how? Sugar <laughs> on top. Sugar on top, though. Sure. Like yeah, a little, you should you just have a little bit. Yeah. Little. I'm like, but who it's the most important. for that? It's the, it's yeah. The yeah. Vegetables here, weird. protein here. I'm like, what? This is, no, this doesn't seem right. But that's, see, that's for me as an example. So that's why I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, okay, now that we're out of the loop. There is something new for the youth. I just don't know what it is. Um, and I don't know what what area that is, but it does seem there's, a, at least in California, and I only speak about California because I'm of the belief that anything that happens here is the precursor of what they want to incorporate all over the country, especially in California. Oh, for, especially in California. So that's why, as we're seeing it, it's extreme, but I think it's extreme for a, a, a reason. And not all these things are going to pass, I can only assume. But in us following these things, we're probably talking three, four years ahead because like we talk about these things, when we first talk about things that break, they're only being introduced. Mm -hmm. It's only down the line where they're actually being incorporated. You know what I'm saying? You're like seeing it. Now the, the results, like what we were talking about with the pork stuff, like, you know, when it first broke, okay, a couple months later, yep, it is catching up in price availability. You know, you're kind of starting to see it. So yes, it did come to fruition. Now let's see what happens across the country. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of one of those things. And, it's one of those things that sounded great. Yeah, yeah. sure. Let's give the pigs the better conditions life. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Now, all of a sudden, the consequences that are coming down, people are like, why is my bacon $10 a pound? Yeah, exactly. Remember three years ago when you mm-hmm. voted for it? Yeah. No, I don't remember three years ago. No, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't remember. It's but like, it's like that. It's like, yo, I want that brand. What happened to that brand? Oh, they don't sell to California. Yeah, they, they, they moved didn't. out of California. Yeah, they don't. Their 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 farm didn't comply with California yeah, compliance. And they didn't. Well, why didn't they update? They didn't want to. Yeah. Well, and it's like <laughs> whenever you tell people that, they're just like, what? And it's like, you guys realize not everyone is the has to comply with you, right? Yeah. Just because a company mm. is a company doesn't mean it has to. Mm do anything like they don't want you. to do business they don't want to do bi- they have the yeah. right to refuse as yeah. a private business let's yeah. forget you know what See, i'm saying people seem very easy to like recognize like oh well that person walking down the street we may not agree of everything that person is whatever also private company mm-hmm. they're treated the same under the eyes of the law and it's like mm-hmm. if people don't want to operate in california or denver yeah. or or new york or that's you know they don't have to yeah Especially, that's why the precedent that's set, are they trying to make this whole kneel thing? Like, hey, you got to fucking bow to the crown in order to do business in California. And that's loosely how I would kind of depict it in a funny way. Because it's like, why so stringent? Why so this? Because we're the living example. We want the world to do what we're doing. We are the number one fucking state of commerce. We have the money. We will imply. We will. This is government rule right here. This is what we do out here in California. And our people are going to comply. And that's yeah. what's happening. And if you're a business and you want to do business here, we're going to start forcing you to comply in other states, even though you're not in our state. Yeah. That's just crazy. You're not even on our state, but if you want to sell here, too fucking bad. Come you got to do all that. It's pretty wild. I think so. It's pretty wild. The more we have these talks in, in the when we, we look into government intervention as things kind of pass along, it's, I don't know. I think it's, it's a way bigger talking point in, in the idea that what you read when it comes to bills and anything to do with farming and the type of propaganda I think that's going out there. I'm not, I'm not saying one or the other is most important. I just think as anybody consuming any of that propaganda on Netflix or any documentaries, always watch the corresponding ones or anything that's in favor yes. of the stuff you're watching yeah. only to get a perspective because you'll hear two different things and you don't know which one to pick, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. That's where I think open discussion with other you know, friends and people you trust about food and food knowledge, food culture, food beliefs, because there's not a right answer. Clearly, um, I just think it's just understanding of how they try to put that on people to feel pressured to give money so the government can make an informed choice for you. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not the case. You can make an informed choice. Yeah, you can. You just what's best for you if you're and I get it because like what you talked about, food's going to be the last thing on people's minds. It's like I understand that. But. As an everyday person, if you're going to put priority into anything, it, it you would think it'd be something you put in your body. 
Yeah. And just on that alone, I think, has at least enough leeway to be like, hey, just take a time out of, you know, a week to kind of just research some things and just make sure, you know, you're making best choices for yourself. And then if you're at a standstill, you know, do your due diligence and not be so hip to, you know, aligning yourself with, as they say, they put you in a box, right? Like, oh, I'm a, I'm a vegan, so, you know, I lean yeah, politically I just, this way. I agree with everything I vegan. like to, yeah, you yeah. know, you follow that thing because it's it's nice. They package you they package yourself. Well, yeah, it makes for your you. life easier. It's crazy, but you don't it, have to research as much because as long as you're in a group, you're fine. But it's crazy. Like, what do you do if you're not doing all that? What are you doing? I don't know. See, and that's what's weird is because you're in a rush to go where you are. Exactly. Well, you don't want to worry about this. For? To worry about what? I don't want to do anything. That's strange because if I understand life correctly, I equate it to how you equate it to the restaurant. It's constant. Life is constant. Yeah. You're, if you think the variables in a restaurant are crazy, life is crazy. Yeah. So Just if you're, day, yeah, if hard. you're not putting in it's the all time, hard. it's all hard. And that's why, you know, food choices are the hardest thing because you don't want to feel wrong or right. But what you realize is most people don't pay attention. And not mm-hmm. to say anything that I say is not right or wrong either. I'm just, I simply just got questions. Mm-hmm. I'm just putting the shit on the table and I'm just having an opinion. You know what I'm saying? I believe what I believe, but I'm not beholden or married to any one of my concepts. Anybody that wants to tell me something different, I'm totally down with it because I'm not 100% right. I'm just the way I am, and I'm only learning and, and finding shit I, out as I I have I know. these things that I think are correct, and I, and I go with them forward. Yeah. With that, if someone challenges them, I'm willing to listen. Exactly. I'm listening to listen. Listen to listen. Yeah, because you know? I think we could all benefit from just, you know. Don't be afraid to be wrong. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's like you're never wrong. Yeah, there's just new information that came to you. It's the biggest fear of everybody. Yeah, I just don't want, especially now, especially with how everything kind of is. Like you, man, you really eat beef, man. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it tastes it's good. Just fucking tasty as fuck. What are you talking yeah. about? And, uh, well, did you know that um, the greenhouse gases, man, they're taking up all the land. I was like, dude, most of the land around here, dude, you can't do anything with it. Yeah. All you can do is just have cows graze on it. Like yeah. you can't. That's not made for farming. That's not good soil. It's not topsoil. Yeah. It's like what? Okay, fine. You're mad that the cows are taking all the land? What would you do with that land instead? Yeah, exactly. Pro- and prove it to me. Yeah. Or not, it, you don't have to like go do it, but yeah. like prove that wheat mm-hmm. can grow there. Prove that corn yeah. can go, you know, prove that tomatoes can grow on that land if that's if that's your idea. Uh, we found out that through take the, it, the take internet. Take it one more step. Yes. One Dude, more. we found out through the internet that if you have an opinion, you could find confirmation bias everywhere. You could find oh, the yeah. right doctors, you could find the right nutritionists, chefs, everybody to just kind of cooperate with what your concept, your opinion, your ideas. You could always find it. And I think I think that's healthy because at the end of the day nobody's right, but it it's in your best interest to kind of at least be aware of you know food around, you know, in accordance to yourself, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think that's why it's cool to go to restaurants because those are luxury things. And when you go, you mm-hmm. get to understand and realize the process and that's all what a, a restaurant is is essentially what you would be doing at home but they're doing it here and they do it daily for people that are looking to experience something and you're willing to share at its simplest form all i'm doing is giving you an experience about my food and what i think boom and that's it And you pay me for a service i thank you for the service i hope to see you soon and that's how the transaction goes you know yeah. what i'm saying but it's so crazy how you know politics and marketing and all these other things kind of get into play. And I get it because you are vying for dollars. Um, it's just trying to understand that, I mean, is it really bottom dollar at the end of the day, especially for a consumer? Like I said, if you're voting consciously and you want to be able to make an informed choice and decision, you want to be informed. Mm-hmm. And you just don't want to go, you know, status quo or, well, this popular, everybody says popular, I'm going to do it too. It's like, yeah, man, it's like, no. you know it's popular? Jumping off a bridge, man. Oh, yeah. shit, I want to do that too. Like, motherfucker, like, that's, yeah. that's the, we're not supposed that, to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's you don't have to be 100% informed on everything, mm-hmm. but don't just buy into what everyone's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, think for yourself. Yeah. Like or I said, man, there's take, no right take answer. Take a second to be like, mm, it's okay to not be sure. It's okay to not have the answer. Yeah. And it's okay to ask. Yeah. It's okay to ask. But like, ask the question. Yeah. Or, ask the question. You know, just saying do 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 one more thing than you think mm-hmm. you can. And you'll be surprised at how far you get. Yeah. It's like uh, those baby steps, as they say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it's uh, it's just so uh, it's strange. Like I said, I don't talk to a lot of people about food aside from the people I run into. Um, but I could honestly, you know, assess that people aren't really in tune with it like that. Only just because I have those, you know, moments in my own head. Like, oh, man, dollar fit. Oh, buy that shit. Like, oh, of course. Because yeah. I do that, too, sometimes. 
And sometimes I'll be right there like, man, I need to, no, I need to really make a conscious choice. And that, that's kind of where it comes to is like, you just trying to be conscious about it and just trying to mm. give it some thought and, and ask questions. Like you don't have to have any, there's no right or wrong answer. I, I don't know how to really explain that because I know it's apprehensive. Like people ordering, you could feel tense sometimes. Like motherfuckers like, oh, there's so much pressure. You go first. Like, yeah, I know. Dude, just ask questions, bro. Right. It's all good. What, what are you, you in like? the mood for? What are you like? You know, mm-hmm. I, I tell everyone I'm the worst person to ask what's good on the menu because then I go through every item and talk about how great they all yeah. are. And they're like, well, now I'm more lost than when you started. Exactly. It's <laughs> like, know? I'm not telling you what to eat. But, just, but, you know, you if know? you're just trying to feel better about you making right. a decision, like, that's all what it is then. So if you just need to feel in good conscious, good about something, find whatever research that actually helps you become just more comfortable with food. Yeah. Because, yeah, that that's always the weirdest thing, too, when people always try, oh, no, it's just it's too tense right now. I can't, I can't, I can't order. Mm-hmm. It's like, God damn it's it. okay. It's I'll just, come yeah. back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I come back or yeah. I recommend this, but, you know, uh, you know, take you a chance. You. It's not, take a it's chance. not death. Take a chance. Yeah. Yeah, especially going out to eat. Take a chance. I mean, yeah. what's the worst that happens? Yeah. It's it's the experience. That's yeah. what's strange. Yeah. Like, people don't go out there to experience yeah. something. You're going to you're gonna eat what you would make at home. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going real. out to a restaurant <laughs> to survive, okay? Yes. yes. You're going yeah. out to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. So, and the good time is kind of more supplied by the people you're with yes. rather than just you just the food yeah the food's yeah. memorable but it's really the people around you yeah so that's why the experience is everything so i mean i don't yeah. know what do i say tell the people what they need to see uh listen to listen mm. drink your water uh vote with your dollar yeah. i feel like there's some more i'm forgetting uh, listen, listen, i don't know vote with your dollar drink your water uh, i don't know i know you used to have like nine i used to yeah there's so many it just know? depends on the depends, depends on the weather Depends on the weather. Yeah, when it's cold, my brain doesn't move as fast. Uh, that's what it feels. I know, and all of a sudden it's cold. Last week we were here, and that shit was like 85 degrees. And I was in shorts Sacramento later in the folks. night. I know. It's it cold, cold out today. It got cold crazy. Anyways, thank yeah. you, P. Always appreciate it, brother. Good you session, too, man. player. Thank you.